Uh, could you congratulate Luke O'Neill on the release of his book? It's called The Great Irish Science Book. My three-year-old loves it. Three-year-old. So that's something. Um, that's from Nicholas on Balbriggan. You should talk to Irish people who went to London and had, had children there. It wasn't leaving Nigeria, but the attitudes were not very different. Before anyone phones in to say they met loads of racism in London, please ask them what were their attitudes to other nationalities living in their area in London. Vive la différence, but I hope Balbriggan will show us at our very welcoming best. That's from Mary. Kira Kelly's here. News of Lunchtime Live. Kira. Pat, we're going to be talking about the Leaving Cert, whether or not the curriculum needs to be changed to have greater focus on work experience. The NCCA NCCA has called for contributions on this. And why are there still, and we talk about this a lot, still aspects of the curriculum that are out of date, that are irrelevant, and we seem to be very slow to be able to change them. What is that about? It's also National Fostering Week. We're going to hear from listeners of ours who have been foster parents or perhaps who have actually been in foster care themselves. We'll be talking about our foster care system and Gary O'Hanlon will be in as well, answering all our listeners' foodie queries. Very good. All that happening in about a quarter of an hour's uh, time. Porik Horkin has uh, joined me now to talk about autumn gardening. But Porik, you were listening to one item on our programme earlier, which I is was. of great interest to you. It's of a huge interest to me. And I actually live on the road between Turlock and Westport, Pat. And I can tell you, I'm living there 28 or 29 years. It's a treacherous road full of turns and bends. And every week there's an accident on that road. So I'm absolutely delighted with the announcement. So 241 million money well spent. Money well spent, in my view. I'm going to have an easy time going, going to work in a couple of years' time. It's such a dangerous road. You can't even cycle or walk on that road. Okay. It is, and it's quite busy. And so. the old road will become a greenway. By that's, the fan, that's going to yeah. be the great news. Yeah. All right. Speaking of green things, yes. uh, you're going to talk autumnal uh, gardening for us. So, um, bulb planting season. I mean, you have to prepare if you want the joy of, of the flowers next. Yeah. And people often ask me in, in March and April, you know, can I plant daffodils and tulips? Because they see in flower, them in flower in, all, in gardens all over the country. So this is the time of year in October for planting bulbs in your garden. And bulbs are so easy to grow past. When you buy a bulb, you're actually buying a three-year-old plant. The flower embryo has already been established in the centre of the bud. So in theory, all it needs is moisture and temperature to grow. So if you plant bulbs at this time of year, you're guaranteed they're going to come into flower. What are they doing during the winter? They're actually rooting. If you were to dig up a daffodil today, dig up a daffodil bulb that was planted last year, it will be a mass of white roots. So they're initiating roots as we speak. And so therefore, this is the time to start planting them because those roots will be initiated over the winter period. And then the stem starts to emerge in, you know, late winter, early spring. Okay, So if you have an apartment and you've only a few patio pots, do you still have to plant the bulbs early? You need to plant them now. And a great idea, Pat, if you've got pots and containers and great thing for kids if they're off for Halloween is, is to do what I call the lasagna effect of bulb planting. And this is planting bulbs in layers of different varieties. So start with something like daffodils at the bottom of the pot, a little bit of soil over that, a compost, another layer of tulips like Pretty Woman is a lovely variety to plant. Above that again, plant a layer of shinodoxia, some bluebells, and then right at the top, the small little bulbs like crocuses and snowdrops. And that gives you a beautiful range of different colours. They're layered literally on one on top of the other. They'll force their way up in the springtime and you'll get colour from January right through to the end of April. Wow, that's a promise. Isn't that's it? fantastic. But this Absolutely. is the time of year to do it, Pat. So it's a great time of year. There's all sorts of varieties available. I mean, you can get two-tone tulips. Yeah, and there's a, there's a lovely variety, one that you can use um, for cutting 
one called Whispering Dream, which is a, a two-toned. It's cream and pink pat. It's a lovely variety. If I was to plant any variety, that's the one I'd plant because you've got the two colours in the one flower. Another nice one that I like is one called Red Riding Hood, which again is a scarlet red with variegated foliage. And there's another lovely tulip called Cape Cod, which again is two-toned. But what about a black tulip pat? There's one called Peter Scherer, this one here which Mm -hmm. is absolutely the darkest, blackest tulip that I have come across. It's really, really deep, a lovely cut flower. Again, if you plant it now, it's in colour for April. And what a stunning colour. But there's some really, really good varieties, Narcissi, Daffodils, Snowdrops, Winter Aconites. Remember that many of our spring flowering bulbs are brilliant for bees as well. So for people that want to do something for our pollinator, plants like Crocus, Snowdrops, Winter Aconites, they're fantastic for our bees. They absolutely love them. Shinodoxy is also really good as well. Now, do you have to think of next summer as well? Is there anything you need to plant now for next summer? Well, if you think of bloom, you were at bloom this yeah. year and the most popular plant in flower at bloom are the alliums in the onion family. But mm-hmm. we plant them at this time of year. So if you plant alliums now from bulbs, they'll be in flower in May and June. And again, they're fantastic cut flowers. So literally, Pat, you can have bulbs in flower from December with winter aconites right through until June with our alliums or with plants like um, the uh, Shinodoxia are really good as well in, in early summer. Now, you brought in an example of a plant with berries. I it's did. not holly. It's something else. But those berries, you promise, will last. They will last until next summer. So this is a new variety of skimia pot. It's a variety called Reversiana janine. Remember the name, Janine, J-A-N-N-E. It's a self-fertile variety, beautiful red berries, very like holly berries at the moment. It's got that lovely kind of winter Christmas feel to it. what about the birds? The birds won't touch them. That's the beauty of this particular plant. I have seen that plant in flower in the springtime with the berries from last year on the same plant. So the berries will stay on that plant until they literally fall off next probably May or June of next year. So if you want something for a pot, a container on your balcony or outside your front door for that winter Christmas sort of feel, then look for a plant called Skimia reversiana janine. It's a new variety and it's something quite different. Now, you have loads of things that need to be done, uh, gardening projects. I have. Uh, Some people have tomatoes. They have. Uh, and it's time to... It's time to take them in now. They're not going to ripen, Pat. If they're out in the greenhouse, the temperatures have got quite cold. It's a, it's a shorter day length as well. So take the green tomatoes and bring them indoors. Put them into a brown paper bag. A good idea is actually to put a little bit of banana, of all things, into the bag because banana rece- releases a gas that helps to ripen other fruits. You're often told never mm. to put bananas with other fruit. With oranges, it, for example. Yeah, because yeah. it ripens them quicker. It accelerates the ripening in plants. But for green tomatoes, if you want to turn them red, then stick them close to a banana in a, in a brown paper pot, uh, bag indoors and they'll ripen within two to three weeks. So this is the time of year to harvest your tomatoes from outside, bring them in store indoors and start to ripen them. I, I've got to think about next summer's garlic now. Yeah, you do. And garlic takes a long time to grow, Pat. But if you plant it at this time of year, it's totally winter hardy. And in your local garden centre, you'll get different varieties of garlic to buy. So if you like a really strong flavoured garlic, go for a variety called Marco plant that now it's totally winter hardy and it will give you fantastic bulbs to to lift full size garlic to lift next July and August of next year Japanese onion sets too Pat they should be planted at this time I mean garlic when you're on the continent and you have garlic often it's sweeter yeah. And the same with their onions. Well, there are, there are. Well, the Japanese onion is a particularly good variety. It's a mild flavoured onion. You plant it at this time of year, Pat, and it produces full-size bulbs in May and June of next year. But also in your local garden centre, you'll get mild flavoured garlic, sweet flavoured garlic, 
or very strong flavoured garlic like the Marco mm. variety. Now, if you're making your stuffing at Christmas, um, can you plant herbs now you can. to be in time? Any of the winter hardy varieties, so rosemary, sage, think, think of the things that we're going to use at Christmas. Thyme, rosemary, sage, all of those for the turkey and for the ham. They're planted at this time of year. Pop them into a window box or a container. Leave them outside, Pat, in a bright, sunny location. They'll continue to grow right through the winter. You continue to pick them at this time of year and they'll freeze very well. A great way to to hold herbs really fresh is to put them into ice cubes and store them for the winter and then use them at Christmas time or January of next year. But now is the time to actually start planting herbs. They're available in your local garden centre at the moment. Now, uh, some of the questions coming in and you will be taking questions on Facebook Live. Facebook. Facebook, uh, at com forward yeah. slash uh, News Talk FM. How long will bulbs last without being planted? The, you know, so you buy a package of bulbs like these yeah. here. How long will they last? I Believe mean, are they frozen not. kind of in time? They, they'll hold for several months. But the trick is the bulbs should be, if you're testing, if you haven't planted a daffodil, say in January, and you come across it in your garage, as long as the bulb is still firm and heavy to the touch, if it's got light and papery, it has rotted. That it's evaporated Absolutely. Away, yeah. But if it's still firm to the touch, then you can plant it. But they'll certainly hold for several weeks, Pat, up to two months, up to three months. But my, look, my advice is, particularly over the next month mm. or next three to four weeks plant them over Halloween particularly with kids it's a great fun activity to, and, and, to and do. finally Noel should I be surprised at his comment he says our dafts are already peeping up in Kerry no it's so mild we've had such a mild winter and we've seen that Pat for the last number of winters it's been extremely mild we've had very little or no frost yet so plants are actively growing so if they come up and then they get zapped by the frost will they come again well it, the tips of them may burn remember that the flower embryo won't appear anyway till possibly before and possibly after Christmas so even if the light bit of foliage gets damaged it'll be, they'll be perfectly fine it won't set the plant back they'll still continue to flower so don't worry about them look that's nature Pat it's our, it's our mild winters that we're having at the moment plants okay. are coming into leaf earlier Porik Horkin thank you very much and Thanks, Porik Pat. will be answering questions at facebook.com forward slash Newstalk FM if you want to hear more from our show download the new Newstalk app my thanks to the team editor Emer Bradley producer Owen Brennan researcher Sheefan Mulqueen and John Casey broadcast assistant Anne-Marie Kane and Cormac McDonough on sound next up Lunchtime Live with Kira Kelly